Welcome to Papa's House Church, Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube and Facebook. Hello, good morning. Welcome, welcome to Papa's House. We welcome you in Jesus' name. What a joy to have you here with us. My name is Charles and we are so thrilled that you joined to worship the Lord with us this morning. I am so happy at the same time I'm excited what God is going to speak to us this morning. Why don't we pray for a few seconds. Father, we thank you so much that you are with us. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your hand. We thank you for your awesome guidance. We thank you that you have led us so far miraculously, sovereignly, in amazing ways that we have no way to comprehend it logically but still you are amazing father to us we thank you and i pray that you will speak to us this morning reveal your heart to us this morning bring us one more step closer in knowing you father we thank you in jesus mighty name amen hallelujah guys i'm pumped up so thrilled excited because last week the lord put in my heart to share with you about coming back to the garden the original design the father wants to create a mature son in us that jesus wants to produce his bride that is ready for the wedding and the holy spirit wants to create a temple that he can dwell but also a body that he can be can be part of so we we finished off with that and i made the statement you might have remembered it's up in the screen again father created son redeemed and holy spirit dwells in us and this morning I would love to read a scripture. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It goes like this. For many, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. Now, this is what we're going to focus on. This morning, the Holy Spirit is saying that now you are in the garden. Now your primary goal is to enjoy the presence of God. And there's a challenge in the body of Christ. I have noticed that throughout the world that we move from presence oriented to performance oriented and sadly if you look at John chapter 4 verse 23 and 24 the dialogue that's happening between the Samaritan woman and Jesus and the Samaritan woman is saying our fathers worshipped in the mountains you guys worship in the city and this is the tension even now, we hold on to things and places. We talk about how big and how much and how many. We think quality is secondary, quantity is primary. And we think uh, that the bigness means God is in this. And I, I do believe God wants vast multitude to come to know him. But the real heart of worship is not about how big or how many or what, how much the cost is. It's the, it's the quality, the heart service. That's why Jesus said the worshippers will not be either in the mountain or in the city, but in the spirit and truth. Come on, somebody say spirit and truth. Amen. So now this spirit of God wants us to enjoy and be sucked into this awesome presence mentality. But sadly, we reduce God to an event. We reduce worship to a performance. And that's why when the music stops, many people can't stop, stop, stop worshiping. 
and they can't continue with worship. Worship is a lifestyle. And I've said this thousand times. I mean, I didn't count it, but I've said it more, more times that I could ever imagine of, you know. So this is what it goes like this. Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God are called sons of God. The number one goal of the Holy Spirit is to break the spirit of orphan in your mind. The moment you understand you are sons and daughters, you don't need to perform. You don't need to perform. You're totally free. And there are five stages. Quickly, we're going to go through this. This is just an introduction. There are five stages a person's walk with Christ. The first one is a slave. That's a slave stage. What is a slave thinks? How does a slave thinks? A slave thinks master is not for me, is against me. A slave can never think good about the master. He always thinks or she always thinks the master is against me. That's the slave. He has no relationship with the master. Okay. He is absolutely under the subjection of a tyrannical rule. That's the first one. Number two, servant. The servant is in the vicinity of the master, but still he can hear the master voice, but still is limited to dialogue and conversation. He can hear his master, but he can never give his opinion. Servant, you all, many of you watching in, 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 in the service on YouTube, uh, you have maids working for you. They can hear your voice, but they can never do whatever they want. They always need to check with the owner what they have to prepare, how they have to arrange things. So you have a slave and then you have a servant. And the third one, which is, uh, which is beautiful, I call that friendship with God. Now, now you can be seated and you can now have a dialogue you can exchange ideas. You can talk and share thoughts, which is beautiful. But this is not the ultimate. Even Jesus said, I have not called you strangers. These two categories, I call you my friends. And he said, if you are my friend, you will obey me. And it is beautiful door that God has opened for us to come inside into this beautiful relationship of not performance, but being a presence carrier. Amen. Now, you have this friendship and many people stop here. But then there is a deeper understanding. It's called sons and daughters. And what is sons and daughters? Sons and daughters, no matter how close your friend you have in your life, you will never leave your inheritance to your friend. You leave it to your sons and daughters. Okay? Your sons and daughters have direct access to your things in the home. But then this is not the ultimate even. The ultimate is you become his bride. Now, you don't only possess his things. Now you possess him. <laughs> I told you, that's why I'm pumped up by this. Because now you, as a son and daughter, you get the things of your father and your mother. But as a wife, you possess him. That's why the women, they change their last name. The last name, my wife's last name was Segara Verge. Her last name now is Victor. The word foundation and the word father in Hebrew basically means ab, which basically means foundation. That's why she grew up for the last 26 years until she met me. She On the 26 years, she grew up on the foundation of our father called Segara Verge. But then 
the foundation was transferred and she came on a foundation called Victor. Hello? So, man's goal is never to be on the top. It's to be on the... <laughs> you know, I'm the head of the family. No, 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 no. It's actually, he is sustaining. The more your wife shines, the stronger the foundation is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Now, you have these five things. Say this after me. Slave. Come on. Slave. Servant. Friendship. Sons and daughters. Bride. Now, this is the introduction to the word that the Lord put in my heart to share. Now, the goal of God. The goal of God for you and for me. That we will move from the slave, the servant and enjoy his friendship. Yes, inherit everything the father has, but then we will be absorbed by him and be the carriers of his presence. I have a simple PowerPoint. I want to share it with you and it's going to be coming up on the screen. And, and this is something that I felt in my heart to talk because there's so many people could not understand the, the reality of this uh, privilege Jesus is giving to all of us. Now, he's bringing us to a place of enjoying his presence, enjoying the, the ultimate desire that he designed for us to be in the garden, to enjoy the presence and to, and to be uh, and to partake of his inheritance that he has for us even before the foundations of the world. <laughs> but we have a problem. You know why we have a problem? Our problem is our worldview. The worldview are like glasses, okay? We have a wrong worldview. Why? We can't see God as a father because some of you are having a glass that says your earthly father doesn't represent well. So what happened? This glass, this worldview says, I can't see God as my father. So what I can do is I can change this and I can see God as my master. When you see God as your master, then who are you? <laughs> It's not rocket science answer. It's you are a servant or a slave. And that's exactly what many Christians have put on the glasses of slave or a servant and not able to see God as their father. Why? Because they have their own experiences. Some of you have the worldview like that because your earthly father represented or misrepresented God differently. Some of you have an earthly father that is abusive. So you have an abusive glass. So you look at your father and he says he's abusive. He's verbal abusive, physical abusive, emotional abusive. My dad was an abusive dad. You know, he he would take anything and throw it. You know, it's, you know, short temper and so on. That's actually English word, but we use it in Tamil. You see how Tanglish we are? Anyway, so this is how it is. Uh, so, so I could not see God as my father because my father was abusive, very angry. So I would grow up. I grew up in that sense of like, if I did something wrong, maybe he's going to punish you know, my tire, school, when I go to school, you know, and my tire <laughs> bursted. And I used to think, maybe I didn't pray. That's why tire got bursted. It's not. It's stupidity to think like that. 
you know it's first of all <laughs> the roads are messy and your tires are old it's got messed up number two you didn't check your hair and it got messed up number three it just happens it's not to blame everything on god or on devil there are certain things that happens we live in a broken world this is a broken world that's why we pray on earth lord let your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven <laughs> the religion tells you to pray from earth to heaven the kingdom tells you to pray from heaven to earth <laughs> that's a side note did you get it okay now second one some of you have absent father that's your lens so you look at the father and say my father was not there maybe he's he he either passed away or he 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 divorced your mom and or he is so busy saving the world like pastor's kids and the pastor's kids feel so orphaned so, or a businessman he travels and he's not there for you i know one of my good friend he lives in south africa and he says when i wake up my dad is gone when i go to bed he's still not there he comes to he comes to my home comes home when i'm sleeping and when i woke up he's already gone guess who this guy is he's a pastor's son <laughs> Later, they got restored. That's a big story by itself. But what I'm telling you is this is the reality of many people goes through this. <laughs> That's the second one. The first one, abusive glass. The second one, absent. The third one, the third glass many people are wearing are called the passive. Passive. And what is passive? My father is not taking any responsibility. He's, he's like couch potato. He just sits there, something, something like that. He's just let it happen, man. It's okay. <laughs> That's the another one. That's so passive. He doesn't take responsibility. But then there's another father. They are called good father. <laughs> this is the crazy part of the good father. They are so good, they even block the plan of God in your life. My father was a combination of an abusive father and a good father. He grew up dirt poor. I told you, you know, I've said this testimony. He grew up dirt poor. He grew up in Vellore. He studied in Wuris. In those days when he studied in his home, he didn't even have... Um, his parents were pastors and they were part of a, a Pentecostal church here. And I don't want to go into details of all those things. But, but then he didn't even have electricity in his home. You know, that's how they were dirt poor. So he would take his books under the street lamp and study. And he got his master's degree, got an influential job and he was successful. And his heart was so pumped up by saying, my kids will be shining above me. And that's the desire of every father. You know, uh, that, that's a natural desire. No father desires, make sure my kid stays below. I feel so insecure. <laughs> if you are that kind of father, you need deliverance, you know. So no father does that. So my father was a combination of a good and an abusive. And I remember when I muscled up my strength, courage, and, and I convicted by the Holy Spirit, I went to my dad. I said, dad, I don't want to follow the dream that you have. To be a doctor or engineer or a dentist or some kind of science uh, guy who makes money and live nicely. And I want to be a missionary. The first question he asked, how much they're going to pay you? I said to him, they're not going to pay you in this particular organization. You have to pay to work there. I remember very solidly. This happened so many years ago, but I remember very solidly. He looked at my mom and he said, number five, I think my our son got crazy, gone crazy, gone mad. And this is the reality. 
and so some of you have these four father figures but let me tell you the father who is in heaven is not all these four he is not the abusive glasses that you are wearing he is not the passive glasses you are wearing he is not the absent glasses you are wearing he is not the good <laughs> Uh, glasses you're wearing is an eternal father who loves you eternally even before you were created he loved you and while you were in sin he loved you and he's still in the pursuit of love relationship with you to restore you back into the garden now the challenge is for many of us this is this is why i said to you uh, yeah, i'm excited but at the same time it's going to be a little bit of a challenge but it's a good challenge you know for challenge for many of us is we don't know where we are sometimes you know we we, we think we are a child of god but we still have a slave servant mentality so it's up in the screen you know there's a difference between a slave mentality and a son and daughter mentality the first one how a slave thinks a slave thinks uh, my life my ministry to god is a job for son and daughter they don't see that way they think what belongs to the father belongs to me and that's what slave thinks okay i have done this lord i have come to church i have paid my tithes i have done this now it's your responsibility to take care of me it's a job i have done my duty now do something that's what every servant does right <laughs> you have your maids they come they cook they make clean they they put things in order and then they don't say oh bless you no 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 they're waiting are you going to pay me you don't pay you don't pay them a week they're going to talk about it oh that and the doctor would la kaase kudukka maatranga it's that's a mentality it's a job you know i have done this now it's your turn to pay me but for son and daughter it's different what belongs to the father belongs to me i have to keep going because it's quite a few things we need to cover number 2 where is my pay the slave ask for son and daughter i do it because i love my father listen to me the moment you create an entitlement i have done this for you lord now do it for me i believe you are walking as a slave mindset but if you say god you loved me when i didn't even love myself you came to my level when i was so ashamed to even recognize my level and you rescued me so everything i do my service to you is an offering a love offering to you amen amen number 3 a slave for a slave or a servant nothing is personal nothing is personal for him is is like if it hurts the master it doesn't hurt him why because he's the master for him yes there's there is no connection but for a son and daughter it's different everything is relational that's why the bible says if one part of the body suffers the whole body suffers listen to me listen to me this is going to shock you i'm going to say it i am your pastor i can't just keep you tingling ear tingling messages i have to tell you the whole truth right you go to your doctor and the doctor has to give you the whole diagnosis you cannot just say you're my friend everything is going to go well no this is the reality i have to tell you this if you see the hurt in the world and you don't feel anything and you have the numb spirit you know what you are a slave or a servant right now as we are talking in azerbaijan and in 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 armenia there is a war 
The oldest Christian country in the world is going through war. What bothers you? Does it bother you? Does it hurt you? Or you say, Oh, Appa, we are in this place with no problem. Right now, as we are talking, there are so many churches are going through persecution. There are so many peoples, people group are going through in Myanmar. People are going through persecution. So many challenges are going through. People are going through. What's your concern? Are you saying, God, you know, we sing this song, no? Break my heart, oh God. Make it ever true. And, and um, that, let that song be a real, real stuff to you. Amen? Number four or five, you do the numbers, okay? It goes like this, a slave waiting for approval. That's what a slave does. He's just not doing anything. You know, he, he, he will just wait there and say, uh, when the master says, I will do it. But for son and daughter, it's different. He do what the father delights. He do what the father delights. What does that mean? He is so thrilled and he's excited and he's like, man, I'm going to go preach the gospel because it delights the father. I'm going to go share the good news because it, it brings joy to the father because he, he saw the glimpse of the dream of God. Revelation 7, 9. And he says, when I do this, my father is delighted. Amen. You are in your cube. You're talking to your friends. Somebody who doesn't know Jesus, you don't say, if God speaks to me, I will talk. No, 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 no. You take an opportunity. Why? Sharing the gospel, it delights the Father. Living the gospel delights the Father. Extending the kingdom delights the Father. Bringing the good news to the poor bring, it delights the Father. Bind up the brokenhearted delights the Father. Speaking, you know, life over death situation brings hope and brings joy to the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't get me into preaching. You know, I'm so thrilled. You know, for a slave, it's contract. It is a contract. Everything is a contract. I do this because uh, uh, masters agreed me to pay. You know, and some of you may be living in a rented home and you know the contract is, goes like this. Or maybe your home, you've been rented to someone and it goes like this. You can stay this 30 days, but you may pay this much money. And that's the way it goes. And one party of the, the contract fails to do its, his or her obligation. The contract fails. It breaks. But the covenant is very, very different. Covenant says... I will remain faithful even in your unfaithfulness. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will remain faithful even in your unfaithfulness. The Lord says, you know, even in the times when you failed, even in the times you turned away, even in the times you showed your back towards me, even in the times that you rejected me, I am still in pursuit of you. I am in still of searching you. I am coming down to your level. Like Luke 15, you will see the father runs towards him. He puts the robe of righteousness, a ring of authority, a sandals, a sonship, and he gives him a kiss. And he doesn't even... even care statements. He says, I am in pursuit of you. We serve a covenant keeping God. Hallelujah. Look at someone and say, my daddy, my God is a covenant keeping God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next one. 
a slave is fear of failure you know why if he if he fails the master is going to fire him or punish him or he's going to pay a big consequences but for the son and daughter it's not the fear of failure it's risking with the father i have told you my story of sharing the good news the bible smuggling to china i share you the good news of taking going to risky places why because the one challenge one privilege that god has given is to risk with him risk with him you know david had 300 mighty men he was in the cave the saul was chasing he was he was stuck there and he don't know what to do and he was like man i wish i could taste the waters of my city you know what these three guys heard this beautiful statement of david and he was like man we need to do something for our king they risked their life they went and took the water and gave it to david you know the story he says when he got the water he said my goodness you risked for your life for my pleasure and he says i can't drink this he poured it as an offering my friends this is what it happens when you risk with the father and you take a challenge to share the good news you know the lord is delighted that's called a living sacrifice to the lord amen and another one you know is for a slave there are no personal goals what a slave can have a personal goal you know he can say oh, well next year i'm going to be a better slave <laughs> no it's a slave is a slave that's it you know and for for son and daughter it's different they dream with the father they say god there are so many people you know right now as we are talking in the city of velour there's close to a million people live there and we are so happy just because we have some big churches we have the biggest hospital in india we are the biggest hospital in asia and we are so thrilled and happy about that but man there are still thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people who don't know jesus what's your role about it dream people come right now you know you guys are so blessed most of you are in the medical facility you know sometimes you don't even need to go to the streets people come to you you have an option they come hurted bleeding and they are they are so uh, challenged emotionally physically and you have a wonderful opportunity to take that opportunity not to manipulate them not to uh, convert them but to introduce them to a new lifestyle amen dream with the father ask the lord god give me your dreams let my you know when i dream it's all pizza and barbecue yeah i am not a big prophetic dreamer but my wife is but my i dream like this uh, you know when i i'm not talking about the night dream i'm dreaming lord show me your dream what is your original design you know how you would love to see the nation of yeah, india to be transformed you know one of the things the lord put in my heart is to see that the believers being equipped and they will do the work of christ by multiplying in 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 different spheres of influence and bring the good news in a tangible way and i will in the in the pro, in the coming days uh, when we meet together god willing coming year and the coming year i will share deeply with you the dream that god put in my heart the vision to see that velour can reached with the gospel of the good news of jesus christ amen now this the i think it's couple of more and then i want to pray with you and the world view of a slave the next one is based on fatalism it's written here you know in the the, the, the muslim brothers they say like this is kismet and our hindu friends they say like this is is karma it's written vidhi and thala vidhi it's written that's it nobody can change it but my friends let me encourage you the world view of 
us as sons and daughters is not based on fatalism it's based on the truth and i have said this so many times truth is not an idea truth is not a principle truth is not a policy truth is a person and his name is jesus the more you see through the lens of jesus the more you have hope in this world amen hallelujah hallelujah i am so excited guys i am excited because the good news of the gospel is here with us amen and last but not the least uh, you know uh, the slave has no rights he cannot sue his master there is no rights he lives as if a hopeless person but for a son and daughter there is an inheritance with the father there is an inheritance psalms 28 says ask of me i will give you the nations as inheritance what are you asking don't ask material things that's you know the lord says even before you ask the lord knows that you know there are some material things right now you know we are we need a house we we we, we are by god's grace we laid the foundation we are building it but i don't know it will be done before we come and uh, we need a place to stay and god knows those things but you know more than this, this cry of my heart what is the cry of my heart i want to be honest with you when i see the nations who don't know jesus when i see people they are dying every day without knowing jesus the house owner where we are staying here in in, in spain his uncle i met him he, he makes wonderful olives and on the other day i was meeting with him and he is 80 years old and he he gave me a a jar full of olives and 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 he, he taught me even even he showed me how to make olives you know and and then i said to him a couple of times god bless you jesus loves you but he's not a believer and one day um, the house owners uh, house owner called me and he said my uncle passed away 10:30 he, he said i'm not feeling well boom heart attack gone and i said lord people are dying without knowing you i want to have these inheritance i want to see i want to see people come to know your love i'm not asking about conversion i'm not i don't want them to change their name from kandasami to peter that's not the point it's the encounter of living god in their lives that this god who loves them he doesn't love only the christians he love every single person and when you come to realize this god help me to be that vessel i want to have this inheritance you know what you're doing you are moving from slave to servant to be in friendship and sons and daughters and becoming his bride and say god give me this inheritance amen my friends this morning the holy spirit is inviting you don't stuck being in a slave come inside you are in the garden you are a citizen god has brought you inside now start stop performing and start enjoying the presence stop performing start trying to please people please men please things you know strive to strive to enjoy the presence of god be his son and daughter this is an invitation that's why it says for as many as were led by the spirit of god they are called sons of god the greek word it's not just the children sons it's 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 there are two words heos and technon it talks about heos which means mature sons who can take the inheritance of the father and multiply it and take it to the next level that's what it means my friends i encourage you to come closer to this relationship that the father is inviting is inviting to be in the presence don't think worship is to do with the 
with the quantity it's not how long you pray it's not how many people it's not how costly it's it's you know we we kind of mess it around worship is to do with your heart come enjoy the presence he loves to spend quality time with you don't just say i'm reading one scripture listen to one song stotra 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 amen no don't move from that place Invi- he's inviting you it's like ezekiel 47 he's inviting you he's saying come i you choose how close you want to be with me father i pray for my brothers and sisters i pray lord that you will bring them closer father some of them are so hurt by their own fathers they see you because their dad is abusive or absent or passive or even is so good and manipulative and so father i pray that you will come right now restore them restore them restore them that you are their father that you love them you love them so much and i pray that you will break them the break their mindset of a slavery and let them come as sons and daughters and i pray for my brothers that they will grow grow as mature sons i pray for my sisters that they will grow as mature daughters they will grow not just as the children just but as mature sons and daughters as an inheritance that you have for them father i pray that you will strengthen them give them a desire break the numb spirit lord if that's you you have a numb spirit say to god break the numb spirit break the numb spirit lord break it so i can feel how you feel i can sense i want to dream the way you dream you know there was a guy called john g lake he went to portland and in oregon state of oregon and this was the sickest state in all of america and he started dreaming with the father and he would run prayer meetings and five people would come 11 people would come and then you would uh, you would say the revival has started and then boom people thought he's nuts but he started seeing from heaven praying from heaven and then all of a sudden you know one particular day after many years the, the they made a survey and they came to declare that the oregon state is the state only state that is sick free state that means more people are healthier than any other state in the whole of america can you believe one man john g lake thousands and thousands of stories you have like this your own your own skyra scudder velour is velour is not uti velour is i don't even know how to even describe velour but she had a dream she saw a muslim lady dying in front of her own eyes because her dad could not operate now today god has brought such a freedom what are we doing with that still that numb spirit come on church say to god break this numb spirit let me enjoy your presence let me be the ambassador of your presence yes father and if you are watching here for the first time and you you need to give your life to the lord and i want to invite you come into this beautiful journey that you can say to god god here i am i give my heart to you i confess my sins i will make you my lord and savior i believe you died for me i confess that you have been risen from the dead 
come build your throne in my heart come on say this and i believe god saved you no more condemnation your sins are all washed and wiped patrick is going to come and lead us in communion as you take this broken body the blood of jesus say to god god keep me always in that numb break all the numbness so that i will be sensitive to your voice and be a blessing as your sons and daughters amen father we thank you for this beautiful day i pray that this will not just stay for a moment this will be a lifestyle that you will be glorified as seeing us Thank you.